Tap Podcast with myself, Daps. No Spence, no Lamin. But we have a very, very special guest. Get me straight from where? Um, Portmore. Portmore. Oh, oh, sh- what podcast? Uh, armchair Gaffers. He's from Armchair Gaffers by way of Portmore. Mm-hmm. Also by oh. way of um, Jones Ave. Jones Ave. Get me by way of. Tivoli Gardens. Tivoli Gardens. I'll just see how many more places you can name. We <laughs> do this all day. <laughs> but um, yes, we've got Jess. I'm taking, this is your first time on the podcast, isn't it? We did a live stream about a year ago. But this is my first time. I've been asking you for about for about a year. Daps, can I can I come on, please? Uh, coach, can I can I come on now? Okay, that's definitely not not what's been going on. But you find the So okay, no, no, let, let me tell you let me tell you like, what happened actually. Basically, in the beginning Obviously, Armchair Gaffer's doing really, really great. They were building. And I invited him. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll come on. Then they started getting numbers. And then people just changed. No, no, no. We, no, no. Okay, okay. Look. On this podcast, we don't look at the camera. On your podcast, you look at the camera. But I'm not going to do the zoom in thing. So we don't look at... This is all natural on my pod. Okay? I'm going to let you speak. Then I'm going to speak. No, no, no. You can't speak. You're, you're just there for props. So, um, yeah. So basically what happened was that you, you lot got big, you know, there's a balloon there that says number one, because obviously you lot were accredited number one podcast in the world. And then since then, since that happened, you know, and then to get you on here, obviously you lot use my studio, DB Studio Box, you know, book it. You, you lot use, your, use my studio. And then I said, look, no more studio sessions until you come on. And that was yesterday. And here you are today. So thank you very much. It's, it's not easy being big time. Some of us handle it well, some of us don't, and and we fall in the um in the in the latter category. So um, I'm sorry, that's but I'm here now. Yeah, you're you're here now. That's that's all that matters. That's right. Do you know what I mean? I'm Chay Gaffers. Um, how are you? I'm very good. I can't complain. I will complain though once we get talking. I don't feel that's what we're doing. There's no structure I'm, here. I'm just gonna moan. Do you know what what we need though? If we're really gonna have a moan, is a good cup of tea and some hobnobs chocolate. Okay, this isn't BBC Studios. We don't have that here. <laughs> okay, this is just <laughs> this is just the one studio. There's nothing. You got a couple of pens over there. You got hand sanitizer. Yeah, a bit, a bit of cream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, but, um, shoestring budget, but we make it yeah, work. Yeah, we, we 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 make we make it work. But um, no, yes, guys, keep liking, subscribing, sharing, all of that good stuff. Um, thank you honestly for coming today. Um, I'm away, so from tomorrow so we're good and um no no, i'm away from tomorrow so it was important for me to actually get one in and um you know you showed up but where do we even start obviously you're an arsenal fan biggest do you really want to start with arsenal or should we get out of the way uh let's 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 get out of the way okay yeah let's get um arsenal out of the way normally when lemon's here the rant goes on for like is it rant or rant it's both. I'm I'm not that kind of Arsenal fan, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. But the rant just goes on. Cool. And then we just end up doing two thirds of the podcast on Arsenal. But um, you know, we played Brighton over the weekend, and um, if I'm being really honest, with the way Brighton have started, I'm not gonna. I'm not one of those that's happy with where we are as a club. But I would have been. I was happy if we come away from that with a draw, and. Um, don't get me wrong, I think we should go there winning. But with the way Brighton are playing, I thought uh, a draw would be a good um, a good performance. And 
you know, after watching it, there's things that I didn't like. I didn't really like how we give up possession too easily and Brighton were the ones who dominated that game. But for the most part, we come away with a draw. So I'm all right with it. I think there's a couple positive performances. I think Ramsdale has really shut me up. Ramsdale shut me up big time. And in regards to Ramsdale, I didn't really think he could be a number one keeper for us. Not right now, anyway. I wasn't seeing what these managers were seeing. So Chris Wilder, and then before him, it was the Bournemouth one, isn't it? Yep. Bournemouth, with Eddie Howe. That's right. I wasn't really seeing what they were seeing in him, and I didn't really think that the um, 30 million price tag for backup goalkeeper. But he's shutting me up. He's kept clean sheets in however many games. 30 mil for a backup dancer, but... um. Yeah, the main man. Um, that was. I think it's a sad, sad, sad state of affairs when Arsenal are happy with a draw at Brighton. Obviously, it's got to be put into context. Thank you very much. Uh, Arsenal haven't been doing too well, at least at the start of the season, mm-hmm. and Brighton have been the polar opposite. So it's important to say that. Um, I was trying to find positives from within the performance, and I think taking out the Spurs victory, which there's so many other factors that led to that 3-1 victory. So looking at the Norwich win and the Burnley win, I think a 1-1 at Brighton is what you should expect looking at Arsenal's form. The uh, the Spurs game was an anomaly, if you know what I mean. Mm. It's a North London derby. Um, Bukayo Saka had a good game, but he hasn't had a good season for Arsenal so far. Uh, and I think he's got the Euro hang-up there, man, if I'm being really honest. Whatever, you, whatever excuse you Arsenal fans want to make and pull <laughs> it. Asking fans. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with that, but he hasn't been playing... Very well in the end, White of Arsenal. Um, Smith Rowe, the Smith, for me, isn't the number 10 we're looking for. I was... I was. I think he's been all right, though. I don't think he's been yeah, bad. If you're happy with all right, then... No, no, but I think to... to um, I think where I'm at with it right now is that, especially after those three defeats, mm-hmm. I'm not looking... I would love all guns blazing performances, but after the, um, the three defeats and... Um, with confidence being so low, I just need results right now. And then we build we build from there. So in those times, we've got the results. So it was what, Norwich? Mm-hmm. Norwich, played, Burnley. We played Spurs. poorly. Burnley was a tough game, but we come away with um, Spurs, good performance. And Brighton, like, these are the performances. Um, they, these are the matches where I'm just looking for just the result. Of and course. then we can build on after that. And I don't think in Moss Mifro in that time, I think over the course of the season, if this is the level we get from him over the course of the season, then there's a problem. But for now, I think it's very difficult to shine right now. Definitely. So I was more disappointed because I've been saying the midfield Arsenal need to play is Lokonga and Party. Yeah. And my prayers were answered. Yeah. And it's just a case of be careful what you wish for because it's not always uh, what you expect. And they flattered uh, to deceive. Is that the right term? Yeah, I, I don't know. But I think... A lot of that has got to do with, number one, we haven't really seen that partnership from them. Mm-hmm. I think that's the first time they've played together. This, this year. Uh, from the start, 100%. Yeah, yep. first time. So I wanted that as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw, I put it on my Instagram and someone asked me when um, who my um, Arsenal midfield mm-hmm. should be. I said, Party, Lokonga and Odegaard. Mm-hmm. And um, the Brighton game is, it's a tough game to, to see the positives with that because... They've dominated possession, so it was just literally just dog work. Yeah, and I feel like Party and um, Lokonga do the dog work really well. 
but the whole team was sloppy in possession. Very like, sloppy. We couldn't string together part. Like it was just it was but, one of those performances. But it's it's very important to not take anything away from Brighton. They had this guy, I think he's number five, long hair. Cocorella, whatever his name is. Cucaracha. Cucaracha. Yeah. No, that, that's not his name, is it? No, it's not. <laughs> um, never heard of him name? before. But I'm I'm watching him play, and I'm like, this guy is actually a problem. This guy, um, I don't know where he came from. Don't know when they signed him. Uh, I don't know. Don't remember his name. But mm. I kept hearing it from the commentators. I kept seeing him on the ball, looking very confident. I think it was him and um, Pascal not Gross, um, Trossard. Trossard. They yeah. were the wide players, and they seemed to be causing us problems. Like. At least they were hard to dispossess when they had the ball. So um, let's not take away from Brighton or Graham Potter. Um, Do you know what? We're, we're very lucky that it was Brighton of last season that we played. In 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 the sense that last year, their results didn't mirror the football that they played. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they couldn't put the ball in the back of the net last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we got. Yeah. Where they played a good football. like They know what they're doing. They, they can work between the lines and, you know create a lot of, a load of chances but they just couldn't put the ball in the back of the um net. since we are approaching international break yeah um i think if there was anyone to replace gareth southgate grandpa 100 percent. but the thing is though for him as uh, an individual he doesn't need that job yeah yeah but for england they had mm. him in charge he's the better southgate he's 10 times better than southgate joe is because he, he's got ideas he's got a way to play like Southgate reminds me a bit of Ole at times, where it's just like... No, 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 no. Answer this question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the two of them at the same place at the same time? <laughs> no. Are you saying they're, they're, no, no, no. They're, 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 they're the same person. Just but no, um, I do think that um, Southgate gets away with having good players. No. And... No. They're, they're not good. They're the, the best players. Yeah, okay, cool. He's got, he gets away with having the, um, the best players. And Pickford. The best players and Pickford. Yeah, <laughs> Pickford. But even in that, even with his players that he's that he's got, when when it comes down to a, a time where okay, it's about the tactical battle, like the Italy mm-hmm. final. Yeah, he hadn't got it in him. No, Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Where Italy took 15 minutes in that game to realize, hold on, what are we doing? Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah, and then once they started dominating, England just had no answers. So, yeah. um, Graham Potter, really, really good manager. I really want to see where he kicks on. But do you know what? I think it's very it's very hard for managers, like young up and coming English managers, I think. I can't see anyone unless he goes and wins like the FA Cup or gets them into the Champions League. I can't see one of the one of the top clubs coming in for him. Or unless someone like Arsenal takes a punt on him. I think for Graham Potter to get a big job, he's got um finished top four with Brighton. Mm-hmm. He's got to win the FA Cup two out of three years. Two out of three years. Yeah, two out of three years. So FA Cup this year, top four next year, mm. top four the year after, and an FA Cup. Yeah. Uh, and then Chelsea have got to panic and sack their manager and get him on a contract at the end of the season. And then he's got to win the Champions League that season for him to really get a look in as a manager. That's what's got to happen. Just bare things have to just fall Everything in place. Everything has to just fall in place. have to align. Remember mm. that cartoon Hercules, the Disney cartoon? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. And then the, f- things yeah. and then the Titans. Came, yeah. That cartoon was sick, though. Yeah, dope. I like that cartoon. Yeah. But yeah, no, for me, again, I think as the season goes on, like after international break, we've got a few wins under our belt now. I think now it's about the performances. Tottenham, we've got the performance, but it just comes, you know, down yeah. to, okay, 
we've got confidence to build on now. Because before we just had to just stop the, do you know what I mean? We just had to stop the, the defeats and whatnot and just get points on the board, yeah. which is what we're doing now. So I think as well, a lot of things need to be put into perspective at Arsenal. Mm. I'm not just saying this because I'm an Arsenal fan, but the loss to Brentford, uh, they've done pretty well this season. They've, they won against, um, they drew with Liverpool. They won against West Ham, who are flying high. Mm. Um, nah, but do you know what it is? Sorry, I'm sorry to cut you. Do you know what it is? I, I said the same thing at first as well. Like Losing to City, losing to Chelsea, it's almost expected. Mm-hmm. The Brentford one, the reason why, and what, it wasn't even like the fact that we lost to them. It's the manner. The manner is always the it's issue. The, it's the manner. But bearing in mind as well, it was opening day on a Friday. There's so much other things happening. That's not an excuse. Okay, cool. We've had months to prepare. We know what it's going to be. No, we know. We've had months to prepare for this, so. Or at least we hope we know. We hope that the players knew, but I guess mm. not. Yeah, man. But, oh, on to, well, okay, go. but yeah, we were talking, we're in. All right. So, um, we mentioned Man City. Um, yesterday got treated to like the game of the season so far for me and I was watching that game oh, I was watching it with you actually and I was saying to myself this is a really good game of football yeah I was um, I said that on our podcast Armchair Gaffers that um, very rarely when you get like top teams playing against each other mm. it's usually like a dull affair like a game of shogi Just cancel each other out yeah but then I think I think Liverpool and City Bucks the trend always. Mm. I think there's been like a four three, there's been like a three three, there's been big scoring games with those two, and mm. I think um, that's what we want more often from these big games. Yeah, I th- I think like you said, like had everything, and um, I think it was was it it was either you or Scorcher yesterday when we were watching it, and it was they were saying that um, all of the big boys were playing and showing up during during yeah, the game. Scorcher said that. And then um, I I said that I was happy that KDB turned up. And then someone commented on our latest video and said, uh, did we watch a different game? I'm I'm confused. Like, didn't KDB turn up? No. Uh, do you know what it is? He turned up in regards to he impacted with a goal. Yeah. But if we're being really honest, it wasn't his best game. But when it mattered. But when he's getting on the ball, he was doing, he done a job that like Kovacic does for Chelsea where he's, he's influential in the game, but he's not doing things that we expect. He's not no, playing his long linking passes. Do you know what it is? I think in the first half he was sloppy, but City was sloppy. But he, he did a lot of sloppy things in that first half. And it wasn't one of those games where, you know, normally he's just whipping in them. Like it's, it's blatant to see what he's doing. Yeah, for me, he did a lot of I don't the, think he was sloppy. I could see he was given instructions by Pep. And he was following them to the T. Nah, but there's passes that were just going astray. And I think that's what people associate, don't associate with, with he done a job. KDB. He, he done a job. He done no, a overall, job. I think he played well. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like the things that you don't really notice, mm-hmm. he did well. Exactly. He did well. But if you're watching with someone that's, oh, let me see what KDB does. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Then it depends I f- what you're looking for. Yeah. If you're looking for someone to do their job. I think he did all right. And win individual battles. Like he didn't get bossed in that midfield. Mm. That's just me. But what, what do I know? I'm just an armchair gaffer. We know, we know it all. We know it all. But you know, no, I've, I think he did all right. And I think that um, in regards to showing up in the key moment, Liverpool just went two, two one up. Mm-hmm. Come deflect a shot, whatever. But he showed up. He scored. Showed At the up. end of the day, when you look back on the history books, it's going to say KDB scored. 
Mane scored. Salah. I need to talk about Liverpool. I want to put a complaint in. You want to put a complaint? Go on. Yeah, so i um, done a quiz on our final third uh, segment of our podcast. Yeah. And it was about players in the Premier League 100 club. Salah's in that club. Mm-hmm. Mane is one goal away. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's fair that Liverpool have two players playing that have both scored on pretty much nearly 100 Premier League goals each. But I hear what you're saying. It's not fair. I hear what you're saying. It's and not fair. I heard Gary Neville saying that um, that Liverpool front front three, if Man City had that front three playing for them, they'd, they'd walk the league because the levels that Salah and Mane are at or have settled the last couple of years is, um, it's, it's unreal. Do you know what I'm saying? And and I'd, I think that he said he said this as well. A lot of the time we talk about when we talk about Liverpool, we talk about them as a three, but we don't give them the the, the plaudits or accolades as individuals. And to be honest, I'm probably guilty of that. I've always said Mane, sick player, Salah, Salah, sick player, but I don't really give them the real. But Salah's he's unreal. <laughs> he's unreal. Um, Salah's actually unreal. And I, I don't. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And I don't understand. I said this yesterday as well. I don't understand why people refuse to actually look at him as an unreal player. I don't get it. I don't get it. The numbers are ridiculous. We live in the age of of the stats. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So yeah. So look at the stats. Yeah. They tell a story. An obvious story. Like he's phenomenal. Mm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Maybe you don't care about stats. Maybe you don't watch him on the eye. Okay. Watch him. He's phenomenal. Mm. So what do you want? Like, make your mind up. Choose your battle. Either which way you look at it, the guy is out of this world. And I will go as far as to say he is one of the best five Premier League players of all time, of ever. Ah. Of all time, ever. Ah. Of all time, ever. Um, I don't see them. Them ones there. When you throw them ones in the in the mix, it's obviously a matter it's something of I've got to think about. But I can't off the back to say no. no problem. I understand. And for someone like you, it takes a long time to process things because of obviously those of issues. <laughs> but um, I'd also go as far as to say that currently in the world right now, <laughs> he's easily top five in the world right now because I don't mind you saying that. But it's that something I've, you've obviously thought about the top five in the Premier League ever. I haven't thought about individuals. I look at the obvious names mm. that come to mind. Obviously, Shearer's up there, of course. <laughs> like, not not my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my cup of tea. And I watch Shearer, but... But if you compare, like, Saleh, Salah to, to Shearer, you know, like, cool. Not as many goals yet, but goals per game, impact. Yeah, look at what he's won. Yes. But you also have to look at... You know that Shearer one? Yeah? The reason I don't like the Shearer one is that I watch Shearer and unreal, great goal scorer. But he also spent his career, like full career in the Premier League. Exactly. Do you get what I'm saying? So to get that amount of goals, that's why Harry Kane is close. Well, not close, but he's in with a shout of... Because you spent your whole career yeah, there. Do you get what I'm saying? And exactly. someone coming in, someone coming into the league over like the course of five, six years, you know, they're not going to stand a chance of hitting 260. Exactly. Shiver was a boy wonder. So from Sunderland... Southampton. I don't know where he started. I, I first got onto him at um, too confused. I doubt it was Sunderland, but Sun- Southampton to Blackburn to Newcastle. He done his whole career as the number one near enough number one striker. So he's gonna 
get loads of goals. Mm. Um, the imports, I rate them more highly. Um, where you where would you rate like the cliche Lampard and Gerrard's um, in the Premier League best ever? Because Gerrard was influential, and I'm pretty sure he's got hundred goals as well. And Lampard just scored goals for fun. But I wouldn't. Do you know when I when I think of the top fives, it's so because it's all like was it you just said it's about preference, what you like and exactly. everything and. And I don't know because I look at there might be a bit of bias in there. I don't know, mm-hmm. but Henri for me, obviously. No, that and goes then, without saying. And then, but I'd also put a Burkamp in there. But then, as an Arsenal fan, I wouldn't. But I don't know if that no, that might be biased. Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? But then, I'd also put Yaya. I put. But you have to put Yaya. In I there. put Lamps or Gerard. It's not. As, it's not a given for me to be like, yeah, boom. Let's save this for another day. But the point I'm making is that Salah needs his respect. Like mm. I just, I need the world to really understand what he's doing. Do you know what I'm happy about though? At the beginning of the season, I said I think Liverpool are still going to be up there mm-hmm. in regards to challenging for the Premier League. But a load, a load of people just thought that um, because of last season and and how they just about got back into the Champions League and everything that they wouldn't be up there. But the thing about Liverpool is that you can't take away the fact that they lost two, three of their best centre-backs. Do you get what I'm saying? What, 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 what are you confused about? People are just going to ignore the fact that last season they were playing, they were clapping no, no, no. with one hand behind their back. Of course, of course. But it's what people do, in it? And at the end of the day, they still got top-class managers. They still they got top-class players. They had Nat Phillips and Oskar Kabak playing centre-back. Bruh. Nat Phillips was good, actually. I liked him. Yeah. Cool. And Oscar and Kabak wasn't bad either, but I'm saying Oscar and Kabak is if you ever need to bet on someone to get a yellow card, that was your guy. Say no more now. Get, I that, know. get that all the but time. Did, there were no um, VVD or Matip or Gomez. Or, or Gomez. Do you exactly. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Three of their main, their first three centre backs. Exactly. I think were, those three were all as, unavailable. As a Liverpool fan, if you were picking your your team for a Saturday and you had you had like three balls in a hat, yeah, mm. one Matip, one VVD, one Gomez, yeah, and you picked two at random to play centre-back. Mm. If you've got either two, like two and left one out, you'd be happy. And the the, the thing is, they walk into all Premier League teams. Just, right, just yeah. Joe Gomez, probably, maybe, Man City, maybe not Man City, but who knows? Like The point I'm trying to make, these are top centre-backs that they're missing. So I'm happy that people looked at that game yesterday and saw that, hold on, Liverpool aren't finished. And what I like about it is that after the game, it's so funny. When I heard the two managers speaking, after the game, you could see that both of them had that thing of, I'm just happy to come out of that game without, like they won't say it, yeah. but you, you can see there's a lot of that going on, like, you know, they're a top team and at the end of the day, we should have won or we could have won, but the draw is okay. It's like, okay, yeah. we, we've passed that. We, I, we've I we've got it out of the way. I love the Premier League um, Klopp and uh, Pep battle mm. because of um, the Bundesliga Pep and Klopp battle, mm. which Pep came out on top of more often than not because of the might of Bayern Munich. So I love that Pep, um, that Klopp is now in a place where he can really challenge Klopp and, you know, yeah. flex his muscle. Yeah, no, 100%, man. And um, it reminds me of, you know, the good old days of... Let's not say it. The good old days of Alex and, and um, Arsene. It's not as raw and... That was a real battle. This one's more like technical. Like you don't really feel like they hate each other. You don't really feel like, you know. I, th- I think Klopp really dislikes Pep because of, and this is just my opinion, mm. based on things that I know and believe. 
um, mainly believe you know because of what happened in Germany, mm-hmm. I think Klopp has a real bone to pick with Pep. Yeah, but you know that's just me. What's it? Scorch is calling me. What does he want? It's Scorch calling. You want to pick up? You can nah, pick up. it's long. Pick up if you want. Um, so yeah, man. No, um, I definitely feel like Liverpool are going to be up there come the end of the season. I think. You know, that Chelsea gas has, in terms of from the media, from the fans, that's... Chelsea? Yeah, that, that Chelsea gas that everyone had, that they were going to walk the league, has... Um, I had a comment today about Chelsea. Yeah, has finished. I don't think that people are really on that because of their last couple games and the results and whatnot and the performances. But, um, yeah, no, Liverpool for me, really, really good. I'm really happy that they're, that, that they're back. And, you know, Man City, special shout-out to them as well because... They play some good stuff, man. And they showed real, real balls to go to Anfield and play the way they played. But what I did want to say on that game as well is that it led me to think here, as much as that game was a really, really good game, take a picture, as much as that thing was a really, really good game, what games stick out in your mind in terms of football in general that you've seen that you would watch over and over again and think, oh, that was a good game of football. Because I was, I've always got my go-to one. I don't, know, I don't even know if you remember it. I don't tend to watch games back. No, not back, but you look at it, you think, no, that was a good game of football. I've got none. you got none? Not that I can think of right now. Oh, right. Do you remember, yeah? I think it was Euro 2004. Euro 2004? I think it was. If it weren't, then... If it was 2004, I didn't really watch much of that. That's the one with Greece won. I didn't really take it in that it much. It might have been. I don't know, but let me, let me check. Czech Republic versus Holland. Czech that's Republic. Right out of left field. I, I, I don't oh my gosh, listen. Who, who was playing? Nedved, Wazisky, all them man there. Oh, that would have been 2006 World Cup. Was it? Euro 2004. 2004 yeah. Euros, yeah? And it ended 3-2 to um, Czech Republic. Yeah. Yeah, man. Honestly... Go back and even look at the highlights of that game, man. It, it was so good. That's when Jan Koller and them man I were... I just say Jan Koller, Milan Baros, yes. Thomas Wyszynski, Pavel Nedved. Yeah, All them man were there, man. Yeah. That, that, that was a really, really good, really, really good um, football match. Uh, which other one? I don't actually know. When I think of um, old, old school games, yeah, the game that made me love football mm. was 1998 World Cup uh, quarterfinal, Argentina versus um, Holland. Good game. I actually remember that game. I actually remember that whole World Cup. And yeah. Do you remember it much of World Cup 94? I would have been four years old. No way. My, my years and the age, and the, my, my age and the year go up together. Oh, seven. Wow. Yeah, no, that was a really, really good. Yeah, no, but 98, 98 is the one where I, I was actually like readily interested. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was really, really good. you know when I really appreciated football? Go on. Uh, 2005 Champions League final AC Milan versus Liverpool Hernan Crespo scored a dink yeah that's one of my favourite goals ever in life and the pass the pass was good from Kaka but the finish the finish yeah like I was young what was I I'd have been about 15 yeah and mm. I was like hold on wait a minute people need to talk about this like this was a mad finish do you know what yeah I, I always say yeah that when you're young and you can recognise greatness like that mm-hmm. that means it's something like that's when, for me, 
the the switch clicked. But we can because we can all recognize that a goal from thirty yards is a good goal. Yeah. But you know when you see like them artistic moments, in it might football. have been before that actually because that Argentina Holland game, Bergkamp's mm. goal is is lasered into my memory. The vroom. the, the three touches comes it down yeah. through Ayala's legs. Mm-hmm. Was it Ayala? Can't remember who it was, but I just remember and the then, touch. And the outside of the I think right I got there. I think I got goal of the goal of the tournament as well. I'm not surprised. But what I um what do you call it? Oh, just about to say something. Yeah, the moment where I realized that nah, football is this is something something is mad is going on here. Was um it was it was a Dennis Burkett moment. It was not Newcastle. No Leicester. No. So I, I loved football obviously, but then Arsenal played Juventus, yeah. What year was this? It was years ago. Yeah. Arsenal played Juventus. He won that game three one. Yeah. And he's knocking all their heads and got an assist. So basically, he chopped, he chopped, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, he put yeah, it through to Youngberg and poked it through. Yeah, yeah put it through yeah, to Youngberg yeah, and Youngberg. And I watched that and I was just like, "What the heck did I just see?" Yeah. Yeah. And I remember in his book, um, in his book, funny enough, he he speaks about that, mm-hmm. and for him to be even speaking about that, it meant. Raw, that was that was something sick, and I remember he said, "Yeah, he kept chopping, 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 because he knew someone had to make that run, but no one was making the run. Yeah, so he had to just keep holding it, keep. <laughs> and the moment he saw Youngberg do it, he just dinged it through. Yeah, and the Youngberg went. He, he's from that that, that Ajax school that mm. was directly under um under Cruyff. Essentially, Cruyff was still like had a lot of influence um, mm. during that period. And I, I wonder if we still have like influential figures." Like in teams now, the way Cruyff was influential, um, sorry, the way Cruyff was influential for Ajax back then, that that imposing a style of play. Funny enough, though, I oh, know because all, all the you got all the ones that come under Bielsa. Yeah. Also, um, during the Euros that just gone, mm. uh, and the lead up to it, the Dutch um public, mm-hmm. the football loving public, were aghast that um yeah, the formation they were playing a three four three, mm. and I was like, um, I think uh, De Boer brother said that whose name is also the boy <laughs> said that um Cruyff w- would be turning in his grave because mm. they're playing the three four three as opposed to the four three three yeah um i done my due diligence of course did you know that um obviously in the in the 80s and 90s the role of the sweeper was very key in football and a lot of teams played a back three so they could play a sweeper and the dutch teams either played a three four three or a four three three like that's what they w- what they went to because it allows them the fluidity to 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 do total total football. football yeah mm. so like the fact that they were talking about not playing the three four three is a bit weird since they actually came up on the three four three and flipped between that and the four three three that's a bit of history for you I didn't yeah. know that yeah I didn't even until recently that's a that's a good good bit of history yeah. but yeah man um not Chelsea I want to talk about Ronaldo Chelsea you talk about Chelsea I got one thing go on, what do you want to talk about Chelsea I got a comment earlier on go on. and somebody said. Because I said that uh, on our pod that I believe that um, Kovacic is very pivotal for Chelsea. Yes. Like, if you don't watch a full 90 minutes, mm-hmm. you just won't understand. And I try and watch as many Wait, wait, I, I, only, I can see where this comment is going to go. Go on. No, no, they agree. Oh, okay, cool, 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 um, cool. Yeah, if you don't watch a full 90 minutes, you won't really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some players, you can watch them once or even watch them for like five minutes and mm. you, you've seen enough as yeah. it is. Do you know what I mean? Um, the guy said, "Yes, I agree. Um, it's, it's pi- I agree. Cover is pivotal for Chelsea. He released so much pressure with his dribbling, and now he makes that forward pass more this season. And hot take: This is what I want to mention. 
hot take here. Lukaku might be just hampering Chelsea. If it were up to me, I would cut losses next summer and bring in Jimenez. I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm, said I'm that. not mad about that take because he's got his own mind. So I like that. I respect it. I don't think they should cut their losses and bring Jimenez in. No, not Jimenez. Jimenez. Oh, okay. Jimenez. Oh, it's, I, I can't do it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But no, the reason why I say that because Lukaku is clear of Jimenez. And I see why he says they hamper. He hampers because when I watch Chelsea, a lot of the time they're looking for that pass into Lukaku like too quick. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a very quick boom, boom and then to Lukaku. Yeah, sure. But I think as the season goes on, I think you'll you'll start to see it balance out a bit. Hopefully. Yeah, I, I think it will. Do you get what I'm saying? Because they can't keep playing like that. But and I understand where it's coming from in the sense that with, with Lukaku there, it limits your other options because I was praying, because I like, if you watch armchair gaffers, you know I like anything that's mad fast. Mm. So the thought of Lukaku and Timo Werner playing in the same pitch, I was like, yes, this is exactly what I need. Mm. And Pulisic coming in as well, just like blue streaks going across my screen. Yeah. Um. So... And now I think Chelsea have started Lukaku and Timo Werner twice, I think, recently. Mm. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It, I think it, that's it doesn't, but yeah. at the same time, I think you're asking a struggling Timo Werner as well to, to, to do a job that he's just not, not that he's not capable of doing it, but it's a big ask for someone yeah. that just wants to just I like when Timo Werner's get back into the groove. When he's playing centrally and makes those channel runs and pulls mm. centre backs out, yeah, yeah it's re- it's lovely, it's wonderful. When you got him already wide, making a straight run, mm. it's not the same Timo Werner. Even though he has played wide for Germany and for Salzburg, but it's a different environment, different. Um, I mean, hopefully he can. Cause the thing about Timo, he always get into good positions. Always, he always get into good positions, and hopefully now that he's got that goal, it's gonna you know help him to kick on and push on, and then. You know, then we can maybe see what you wanted to see from yeah. from Chelsea. But Kovacic, I don't think he's he's doing anything differently. To I don't think I don't, he I is. Don't, I don't think he is. I, I think people are recognizing it now because mm. he's done it like for so long. Like he's done it. Like he's been so consistent yeah. that you can't ignore but it. But also, there is there is the fact that he's now playing more frequently with Jorginho and Kante. But and this, but this, this is the point. He's, he was not a bit part player, but it's like, you know, if you see someone, Sugar, you know, if you see someone in your team mm-hmm. every every single week, yeah, you you know, okay, yeah, this is the player I need to like may, maybe critique or whatever. When you see a player come in every now and then, you don't really take notice of yeah. that player. You know, oh, yeah, he's a good player, but, you know, blah, blah, blah. But Kovacic is always, he's not, that's what, he's not doing anything differently. I go back to two seasons ago. Like or when it, whenever it was, when how long has he been there? Was he thirty? One loan, and they bought him. So his loan years. season, he was one of the best players that season. I just saw him. Maybe it's been very critical because he had a big name from Real Madrid and all that. Mm. And I just saw him running and getting tackled a lot. That's all it was for me. Mm. But now I'm seeing him relieve pressure, look up, play the ball. I just like what I see. Mm. That's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I, I think he's a I think he's a very very good player, man. Yeah. I think Chelsea have. I think Chelsea need a new left back. To be honest, uh, I got I got slated for saying that. No, 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 because I'm a big fan of Alonso. And uh, long story short, one of our followers, shout out Sim L, said that um, 
because I said that there's no difference between Alonso and Trent Alexander Arnold. No, there is. In your opinion, <laughs> there's um, definitely um, a, a difference. There. The, the, the difference, is, the difference, Dapo. I, I think. So let's raise my voice. The, the, the difference, English, is that Trent is skin color is brown and Alonso is olive. No, I think as the years have gone by, Alonso knows what he's good at and he does that very, very well. And like in terms of defense, he's improved, but he's improved in regards to the system that he plays in. They're the exact same player. No, believe me. I, I, don't, I don't think they're, they're, they're the exact, exact same, same player. I think Trent's ceiling is, is way higher than... Alonso's. As it stands right now, they're the exact same player. Of course, Trent's ceiling's higher. Yeah. He's got a lot more to learn. I don't know. Because as much as I get onto um Trent for defend, I, I legit don't feel like Alonso can defend at all. And I give I give Trent the the benefit of the doubt because he's young. Alonso's not young Alonso's not a young player. The comment we got said that Trent uh, Alonso would get exposed. He's got the um the back five tax. You know, when you're playing the back five That's it's a lot easier. Um or maybe not, but it's more suited to Alonso's game. Mm. Um that may be true. But I still stand by, I, I said what I said. <laughs> okay. So I'll tell you, in, t- in terms of fullbacks, oh, we spoke about this yesterday. Carl Walker's growing on me. No, let me tell you something about Carl Walker, Daps, because you may not know this. Go I've on. got a lot of information on a lot of football players. <laughs> Carl Walker is the best. No, he's not. But anyway. No, 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 no. It's, again, if you watch Armchair Gaffers, my podcast, Armchair Gaffers, make sure you tune in, like, share, subscribe. What is that? When we say somebody is the best, mm. It's not to be confused with them being the best. Oh yeah, it's, it's okay. hard. It's easy. So to get it's that like um, you can you can say Messi's the best, or you can say Ronaldo's the best, mm. you can say Lewandowski's the best. You can say these things, yeah, mm. and it's clear what you're saying. Like they are upper echelon. Mm-hmm. Like okay, when I say so and so is the best, I'm not saying he is the best. Mm. What I'm saying is that he's a serious baller. He is. I think at Tottenham never had him at all. Even in his early days at City, didn't really have him. But I think as he's grown older and as he's got in tune with exactly what Pep wants, it works for him. Do you get what I'm saying? Plus, he ain't lost any of his speed. So On FIFA, he has. I don't know how, but... Anyway. I ain't played a new FIFA yet. Is it good? No, I don't play FIFA. I just read about it. Oh, I just read about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, he's, he's, he's growing on me. And I think there was a time when Pep... I think that's why Pep bought him Concello for the long, for the long run. But... I think he looks at Walker as no, he's one that I can. But the thing is, Cancelo will never be on Walker's level in this field. In this one field, and it's recovery pace. That's what I'm saying. The pace is that's all it is. The the pace is a joke. But back to Scorcher's comment yesterday about Cancelo being better than Jack Grealish. Yeah, like you could put Cancelo in Grealish's position. Um, Can we just say Scorcher's my friend, my colleague? Got a lot, a lot of love and respect for him. Uh, he hasn't played football at a decent level. I've, I've played <laughs> at a lot of levels. I've played Saturdays, played uni football, played Sunday league, five aside, yeah. Oh, five aside. Yeah. Seven aside, nine aside. I've played a lot of different environments, yeah. <laughs> played in different continents too. So, you know, yeah. Yeah. Some people, like, no offence, Scorch, I love you. You're very handsome as well. Very handsome. Scorch, good yeah. looking guy. Good looking guy, tall, good hair as well. Mm. Yeah, articulate. Got African name. Dope African name, dope rapper. But he's not African. Even better. Mm. Yeah. Everything going for him. Winning smile. Swag. Like. Mm. But that one there, mate, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong. Yeah, I don't know. It's got scorch, but like a bit of backstory. 
we're watching the match yesterday and then he's going on Grealish and then he said, there's nothing that Grealish can do that Cancelo can't do. Like, Cancelo can do exactly what Grealish is doing. And my thing is that, I don't need to explain to you, as a fullback, he does fullback X remarkably well, Cancelo, who we're talking about. But if you ask him to then go in and do what Grealish is doing and try to be that creative midfielder, I think you'd see a, you'd, you'd see a struggle. Um, see a massive struggle. Like, I can't even... Explain why. I can explain. I can, I've experienced it. I've played fullback, yeah? And I've said to the coach, listen, coach, like I've been playing fullback, beating players, putting the ball in the box, mm, yeah? Coming on, coming on, on onto three balls, putting them in mm. first time. And then I'm like, listen, put me put me right wing. Gone right wing, yeah? It's different. Where I'm receiving the ball is different. My starting position is different. Mate, and also, you're not expected to be the main creative outlet. Exactly. So as a fullback, mm. providing that is a bonus. Yeah, mm. as a winger doing that, yeah, it's a prerequisite. It's expected. It's demanded even. Mm. So, but like I said, good hair, lovely smile, personality, voice is deep. Like, oh, you know them. Like, yeah. like, yeah, man. Like, like, hear what I'm saying. Like, that, that, all of, that, he's got all of that. He's got, the, he's got the arm. His voice comes from there. Everyone else's voice got his voice comes from it. Yeah, I thought it came from. I think it comes the from gut, here. The, the gut. gut. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he projects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's clever too. Yeah, mad clever. Yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. But that one there, you was wrong. But Scorcher, you're wrong. You're wrong. But um, very quickly, United benched Ronaldo. And? And? Pogba, they made three changes. Oh, one okay, okay, okay. I thought you meant, and what's your point? No, but, no, no, um, no, no, no. They, they benched Maguire because he was injured. But aside from that, they oh, benched... Was he actually on the bench though? Who? Maguire. No, 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 no. So, oh, so they took him out of the team. Oh, okay, so okay, okay, okay. But yeah, Pogba and Ronaldo were both benched. Sorry, back to you. Mm. Yeah, they benched Ronaldo, benched Pogba, mm-hmm. and Everton won one. A lot has been said about Ronaldo's reaction to losing, yeah. which I don't understand why, because it's Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. Like, we know what we're going to get with Ronaldo. We know he hates losing. We know he hates it when he doesn't score. Yeah. So I'm not really reading too much into that. But I think Ole, and obviously people say he's 36, he needs a rest. But I don't think he needs a rest yet. Especially going into international week, I don't think he needs he needed that rest. I think if you're going to do that, you have to like by thunder by fire, you have to make sure those three points come back. That's all that matters in life. Yeah, you gotta God, make sure. God, family, and three points. That's it. That's it. I think um we were praying, I said this on, on Armchair Gaffer's podcast, like share, subscribe, that um people were praying for Ollie to do some kind of rotation. Mm. He seems to me as a manager that only knows one squad. But the rotation yeah. that you asked him, th- that they were asking for, he didn't do. What, Donny van der Beek? No, leaving Ronaldo. Um, Would, I mean, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect probably about the team, but I wanted some something different. Um, and he, he he took two players out, two big players, mm. uh, put in Cavani and Martial, and it looked like it was working. And that's the thing about Oli. I think he does things... And they look like they're working, and it's not always the case. I think a lot of all these things is luck. Do you know? Do you know we were talking about Graham Potter the other day? I mean, earlier on in the pod, and we were talking about the way he gets right and playing and yeah. whatever. I know everyone says this, and it's been said for so many times, but I'm going to repeat it and say that there's no way to see how they play with Liverpool. You can see how they play. Man City, you can see they're going to keep that ball and players are moving and there's bare fluidity in it. Um, Tuchel, he's very methodical. It's like, do you know what I mean? The team shape is very key for... for yeah, whereas, 
you look at Man United and it's just vibes. Well, the thing is, for for a long time, I was saying that United aren't going to succeed because their tactic is counter-attacking. Mm. Um, but now they've lost that as well. And to rub salt on the wound, the goal they conceded against Everton was a counter-attack. And Andrew Townsend did the shoe celebration. And he did the shoe celebration. And talk about counter-attacks. This is the counter podcast. This is the counter podcast. So, so shout out counter attack. And guys, I've got something to even say to you lot listening to this year. I'm about to stop the podcast. You're going to stop the podcast? I'm going to stop the podcast. What do you mean stop? Yeah, yeah, hot take. No, no, I'm, I'm going to stop it. No, because listen, the engagement is not really been engaging. That's your fault. No, 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 no but that, that, it doesn't suit the narrative for me to say it's my fault. So we need to... Let me tell you something. Before no, 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 I need to speak. Fire, because I'm going to edit. Go on. Yeah? In life, yeah? Mm-hmm. My granddad, yeah, granddad Delroy, shout out, granddad Delroy, hey. yeah, um, Staunton and the man back in um, Westmoreland, um, in Campbellworth, no, Westmoreland, you madman, Campbellworth, Campbellworth, back a yard, you madman, huh? oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Granddad Delroy always said to me, yo, Jesse, make sure when you point the finger of blame, you have to remember, three finger a point back away. <laughs> For those of you that, that don't speak, um, Patios, no, no, no. P- Patuari. Patuari. Patuari, yeah. For those of you that don't speak Patuari, what Granddad Dero was saying to me, which was I'm trying to um, mm-hmm. iterate to Dapsia, is that when you point the finger of blame, three fingers point back at yourself. So don't say the engagement Listen, listen, listen. The narrative doesn't, what you're saying, it, like I said, it doesn't suit the narrative. So you've, you've wasted two minutes talking about finger, bl- finger pointing, but it's getting edited out. So... Naturally. I'm not going to edit it out. But the engagement needs to come back. I'm looking into the camera because you might think I'm just going to be putting out this content like for, for, for free and you're not engaging. You only want to engage when we've got the big, big footballers on. But no, no, no. None of that anymore, guys. Like, subscribe, share, engage. Comment everywhere. I'm going to comment back. So just make sure you lot do that. Listen, yeah? No, no, no. We're moving on. Don't. No, no, no. We're, no, we're actually moving on. Don't no, no, just, just take right, right, Muhammad right, to the mountains, bring the mountains to Muhammad. Bro. Think about that, yeah? Think about what I've just said to you and really take it in. Bro, don't eat Move McDonald's them. when there's rice at home. We can all have sayings, bro. That don't be that. Think about it. Anyway. This is, this is, this is, this is why there's no engagement. Yeah? Anyway. I'm giving you gems here. No, you're, you're not giving me gems. This is bare gravel. Bare gravel. Listen. So, where are we? This podcast has been about what? I took five minutes to go to the five minutes. And you didn't start until 10 no, minutes. No, 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 no. You didn't um, take five minutes. You didn't go to the toilet during this podcast. I didn't. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you didn't go to the toilet during the podcast. It's fine. You didn't take five minutes while I'm waiting here in slides for five minutes. No, you didn't do that at all. But what I did want to say as well, I'm Che Gaffers. You lot have been one year. I'm going to big you lot up because I'm not a hater, you see. So when people come, I, I, I held them up proper. I can feel the energy. Yeah, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't get used to it though. But one year in podcasting, what has it been like for you? So it's been difficult working with Jamaicans. Um, <laughs> Jamaicans. Jamaicans. Um, me being the only East African representative on Armchair Gaffers has not been easy. Mm. Uh, but I do this for my for the motherland. Um, when they sent me here. So what happened? You might not know this, Daps. Uh, my village raised money to send me to um to London because in Africa, the whole of UK is called London. Oh, okay, yeah, cool, cool, aware. cool, cool. And and the streets are paved with gold. Gold. There it goes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they sent me here to spread the gospel of four four two. 
Because 442 isn't dead. 442. So what? If you was manager of one of these top teams, would you actually play 442 still? Mm. Like Burnley. Okay, speaking seriously, <laughs> like Burnley. Speaking seriously, um, I think the the system and formation you play is very dependent on the players you have at your disposal. Mm. Um, my love of 442 stems from the fact that most, if not all, teams defend in a 442. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, I'm with you. Um, and uh, even if you look at most formations, in my opinion, they're all. De- not all, but any formation that has like a flat back four is somewhat a derivative of a four four two. Yeah. You understand? Like even a four two three one for me is a four four one one. The way I see it. It's interesting you say sorry to cut you. It's interesting you say it depends on the players you have. Mm-hmm. Because Leicester won the Premier League with a four four two. But oh you don't think so? Because four four one one. No, no, no. Le- tell me. No, no, no. So Leicester won the Premier League, yeah, playing and really listen to what I'm about to say. Playing a four-five-two. Whoa, that's twelve players. Yes, in Golo Kante counted for two. Okay, thank he you was very able much. Able to, to cover that ground. That's what I was, that's what I was about to say. So, with their four-four-two, four-five-two. Sorry, mm-hmm. they had a Kante in there, and when you've got him in your team, you're able to cover the ground of yeah. you know two players. And who, who else played with him? Uh, Drinkwater. Drinkwater. Marco Brighton, Weird Marvis, Okazaki up front, Okazaki, Uloa, and I can't pronounce his name, Uloa, and Vardy. Simpson was Morgan. Where's Morgan? Um, What's the tall one? Robert Huth. And the left back was um, Schlup, not Schlup. No, the, um, is it Austrian or something? Whatever. Wait, what is he? And you had big cash for Michael and goal. But yeah, um, <sighs> no, that's not it is all dependent on the players you have. And we're living in the age of the, the footballing athlete. Football players are athletes first and foremost, mm. which because playing football, one of the hardest positions to fill is the centre mid yeah. position. And if you have two athletes in there that can both play CM, so not DM and AM or whatever, whatever yeah, both playing box to box, having an athletic back line that can keep a high line and still have pace to cover any balls over the top, 4 for 2 is the way you go because mm. everyone knows their role, everyone has a designated position. It's easy to administer, it's easy to know what you have to do. Yeah, The running lines are straight. Defensive two banks of four, it makes sense. You have two two forwards that occupy the whole back line. Yeah, it just makes sense. Like everything is easy, self-explanatory. So, bottom line is, your first year in podcasting oh. has been a roller coaster one because of the formation change from four four two to whatever they is, whatever whatever it is that they play today. Nah, man. Honestly speaking, my first year of podcasting has been. It's been easy because I keep telling people if I wasn't doing the podcast on camera, yeah, I'd be at home on the phone doing the podcast essentially by talking to my friends about football. So yeah. it's very, it's, it's easy, you know what I'm saying? I think what a lot of people don't get is that, all jokes aside, it's, um, it takes effort. Mate. And there are days where you don't want to actually do it, but you just got to just plug away and, and, and get it done. And I think even with, I joke about with the engagement and everything, can it? But you man are sick, like the, the people that do follow and engage and whatever. And like once I I noticed once I got consistent with it every week, it just and it makes it easier. But I did want to say congratulations to you lot on your first year. You, you have any big big manscape. They don't know yet. Why don't they know? We haven't announced the, the deal yet. No, but you spoke about your on your last pod. Yeah. You didn't speak about your last pod? No, we didn't. We Why not? 
Yeah. I've got to edit this out. No, leave it in. No, I, I weren't going to do it anyway. We weren't going to edit it out but anyway. But yeah, no, we're not. We're not announcing it until the eleventh. Why? Is that what you, what you lot have agreed? Between? The deal ones, eleventh to the eleventh. The what? The eleventh of October to the eleventh of November. Oh, it's only a month. Now we'll see how it goes. Oh, Manscaped. We haven't actually announced it yet. So thank you for. Okay, well, Manscaped ain't hollered here, so um, I ain't shaving my balls for nobody yet. So yeah. I've, I've, like, have, I've, you, have you used it? Not yet. I only um, I only got it what? I don't know, two like two days ago. What Manscaped? Yeah, I only literally got the stuff like they give yeah. us. But saying too much. You're saying too much. Nah, man. Yeah, run me that money, bro. I don't even want to speak for money. I ain't shaving nothing. Can I just say, um, <laughs> are, are we wrapping up? Uh, we don't have uh, to. No, go. go. I'm just saying that like, because I'm gonna wrap and say my piece before we go. But if we're not going, then I won't say it yet. No, I'll say what say what you need to say. I'll, I'll decide after. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Thank you for having us on. Um, between you and me, and now these guys, yeah. I actually keep an eye on your podcast. You got on my podcast, yeah, because you know, like you were the first person to reach out to Armchair Gaffers. I was, you're right. Yeah, you got us on the live hero. stream very early. In fact, I'll probably go through your videos and find out when it was, but it was about a year ago. We yeah. had, I think, we only had one episode at the time. Um, I swear, down, and I brought you on my stream. You brought us on the stream. We, we were nobodies. Um, I really appreciate that. That's um, right. Doing my part for the culture, you know. Yeah, and you got the culture. You may not know this, but Daps is an honorary armchair gaffer, anyways. I am. Um, we know it all. We know it all. Yes. I think you're doing good work, bro. I just, yeah, I mean, just keep doing pod. That's what we need. When I say we, because I'm subscribed myself, so love I, that. I, I need you to, to not stop. That's why I was so shocked when you said you're stopping. No, 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 no. Well, it's it's you know what it is in a moment of transparency. There have been times where I thought, let me just stop this now, man. You know what I say in life? Um, in any walk in life, if you don't say, I'm just going to quit. If you don't think about quitting, mm. you're, you're in, the wrong, in the wrong walk of life. Because if it's too easy, then you, you're doing something wrong. You need to come up against obstacles and say to yourself, I have to overcome this. Because yeah. smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. Well, he's got the Jamaican saying today, isn't it? Wow. That's not Jamaican. Jamaicans would have said... No, know, but it... Narrative, yo, Jamaican. When yo, dance, dance, never a run, yaffa. When you because yeah. you know they never finish a sentence, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the dance <laughs> never done till the lights come on, yeah. And they say it in tight white trousers, tight white trousers, just trust me, yeah, in the front, get me, yeah, yeah. And the, you um. always gotta have a bottle of rain, nephews. And the poles has to be get fam. Listen. Mm. Anyway, I'm envious of Jamaicans because they can just do what they want and no one questions them. I don't know anyone, any nation that could jump off a speaker and it'd be okay. I've seen a man carry a woman into a tree to hold a wicked wine and then jump off. Tell me they jumped off. Um, they jumped so out the tree. So what happened? He was up on the roof or something. Mm. She was down there. People were holding her legs open. Yeah, you've probably seen this. Yeah. She, was probably, she was probably the girl. The guy <laughs> jumped yeah, right into, and where he jumped into is, is what they call the crutches. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you that don't want, that don't see Patios, um, Patuare, Patuare, Google crutches, yeah. and then he's and then he's carried and ran mm. and climbed up a tree. Don't tell me, don't ask me how he's climbed up a tree holding mm. in the crutches. He's Jamaican. They disappear. Yeah, Jamaicans. Yeah. And he's just gone to a tree and just 
But yeah, we, how do? Why are we talking about? I don't know because people don't want to hear about football anymore. But yeah, listen, guys. All that said, this has been another episode of Counter Attack. I love think, for just. I think this is gonna get the worst views ever because we've just been talking shit. No, 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 no. But they like it. You know what I've noticed? They like it when I chat rubbish. The ones with the players and all that, they'll obviously go and do the most numbers and whatever. But they like it when I just talk rubbish. I don't know why. I always say I don't know why they listen to me talk about. Don't clip this. Last Petuaris bit, yeah, and put mm. this out there just to get views. No, no, I'm definitely going to do it because, in terms of engagement, hearing people talk about Jamaica, we've got a large Jamaican following, you know. Yeah, like all, all, all four of them. That's pretty much the, the whole of um of Mobe. Is it? Yeah, yeah, Montego Bay. That's the whole population. Four people. Okay, Douglas. Cool. You got the, the you got Douglas, uh, yeah. Winston, Beres, Beres, and yeah. Winston. Yeah, yeah, Winston, Winston and Winston. It's mad. They're beefing because. Similar names. Yeah, no, I don't know why they do that, man. Honestly, crazy. But yeah, guys, keep liking, subscribing, sharing, um, engage, comment, armchair gaffers. Make sure you subscribe there, and um, yeah, that's it. We're out. It's been a pleasure. Thank you.